Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. The Lord said to me, this night, He said to me, this night shall be a night of wonders. I don't know how you came. I don't know why you came. But I know you came. I, I, I want you to open your heart tonight for the much needed help and grace in the new season you and I have come into. For that grace will bring about elevation. That grace will bring about shift. That grace will bring about lift. That grace will bring about turnaround. Not your power, not your strength, not your might, but grace. Somebody say grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Reach out to two or three, tell them I'm glad you came tonight. And you may be seated in God's wonderful place. Glad you came tonight. Please be seated in God's wonderful presence. For those who were here yesterday, the Lord truly marvelously helped us. And he marvelously visited us. I believe tonight will be yet again another night of divine encounters. It is said that one encounter with God genuinely will bring about a forceful turnaround. And my prayer that tonight will be a night for somebody to be much remembered. I... Not going to preach tonight, just really my assignment is to give you a brief charge and prepare your heart, my heart, for where I believe God is taking us to in the realm of the spirit. I read yesterday by way of reminder, 1 Samuel 7, 8 to 13, I read again. And the children of Israel said to Samuel, Cease not to cry unto the Lord our God for us, that he will save us out of the hand of the Philistines. And Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it up for a burnt offering holy unto the Lord. And Samuel cried unto the Lord for Israel. And the Lord heard him. The Lord hears our prayer. And as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a great thunder. May the Lord thunder on our behalf tonight. Amen. On that day upon the Philistines, 
and discomfited them and they were smitten before Israel and the men of Israel went out of Mizpeh and pursued the Philistines and smote them until they came under Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpeh and Shen and called the name of it Ebenezer, saying, Hitherto had the Lord helped us. So the Philistines were subdued and they came no more into the coast of Israel and the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. Saints, we understand that the help of God literally makes a man to look like a wonder. The intervention, the interceptions of God in a man's life makes that man look like a wonder because it is the good hand of God upon any man that distinguishes that man. It was said concerning the king of the prophet uh, um, Isaiah of First uh, uh, Kings chapter 18, Elijah, beg your pardon, that in the day that the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, the Bible said he was so strengthened and energized so that he began to chase a chariot of the king Ahab that had gone ahead of him. Not only did he catch up with the king, but the Bible says he overtook the king. It is the hand of God that comes upon a man and grants him what is called the overtaker's anointing. And I'm praying tonight that by the help of Yahweh that his good hand again will rest upon us on this first day of the ninth month and will grant you grace not only to continue but grace to finish well in the journey of life. Somebody shout a big, big amen. Whilst we celebrate the help of God, listen carefully. It's easy to presume that the help of God is something that happens without our involvement. Oh yeah. You can position yourself for the help of God. You can place yourself in a position where God can help you. And tonight, God is about to help us again. Hallelujah. Who exactly does God help? Who qualifies for the help of God? Number one, they that trust the Lord are those who are positioned to receive the help of the Lord. The Bible declares in Proverbs 35, trust the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him. Ah, yeah, yeah. in all of your ways and then he will direct you in your path. Trust the Lord. Saints, even when things don't look like they make sense around you, it makes God. The ways of God, they are illogical and irrational. Somebody came to me today and said, man of God, the Lord has been impressing me and my family to lay a sacrifice that they can't understand. They've been weeping and crying. 
And they came to my house today and, and I prayed with them. They laid the sacrifice down in tears. I read to them Psalm 126. I said, hey, listen, there, there are those who sow in tears, but the Bible says those people will reap in joy. It doesn't make sense. The, the man in the world will say, you're not logical, you're not planning, you're not sensible. But listen, the ways of God are illogical, they're irrational. It may not make sense, but it makes God trust God. Number two, who does God help? God helps those who are committed to serving him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He helps his servants, he helps his worshippers. Exodus 23:25. You shall serve the Lord your God. Then he will bless your bread and your water. Then he will take from you sickness, disease, and infirmity. Said you won't cast. You're young, you'll not be barren. But that was provoked by service to God. He helps those who trust him. He helps those who serve him, those who worship him. Who really is positioned for God's help? God is committed to helping those who love him. Yes, he causes the rain to fall upon the just and the unjust. But there are those who walk with God in the place of intimacy. That he, he literally invests his jealousy over them. Those who love him. Just touch not the Lord's anointed. Do seven no harm. Why? Those who love him. We must strive to grow in our love for God. We love him because he first loved us. Those who love him. John 14, 23 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. And my father, <laughs> and my father will love him. So this is not just John 3, 16 that loves everybody. No, when you keep my word, my father will love him. And we will come unto him and make and make our abode. Do you know what an abode is? Residence. That he will abide with you. He, he, he invests his jealousy on those who love him. He calls them the apple of his eyes. The lovers. Who does God help? <laughs> they that call upon the name of the Lord shall not be ashamed. Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. When you pray sincerely, you call unto God, he helps you. There is no child that lifts up his hand before the father sincerely that the father does not understand is a sign language, carry me. When you lift your hand in prayer, it's a sign of surrender. You can't help yourself. Abba, Father, help me and carry me. But sometimes we're too self-confident and too arrogant in our ways. We think we can carry ourselves. Prayer guarantees the help of God. Hmm. Isaiah 49 verse 8. Thus saith the Lord, in an acceptable time have I heard thee, and in a day of salvation have I helped 
thee. May the Lord send us help tonight. I, I can't hear your amen. May the Lord send us help in this sanctuary tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I will preserve thee. And give thee for a covenant of the people. To establish the earth. To cause to inherit the desolate heritages. The cry of mercy. And the cry for mercy is a cry that Abba Father will not refuse. Who does God help? Who qualifies for his help? He helps the humble. He helps the weak. James 4.10 Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. He helps the weak. He helps those who know that they are needy of him. They can't sustain themselves. They understand every breath is by mercy and grace. They understand they have been marvelous. They have to be alive. 1 Peter 5, 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. In due time. Tonight, we want to engage the help of the Lord for this sixth year. Last night I said, yesterday was the last day of the fifth year, the Omega. And today is the first day of the sixth year, the Alpha. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe the heavens are opening. The heavens will yet again open to release grace to help us to journey in this year something that will not be weary will not tire will not faint how do you engage divine help and I invite our psalmist tonight starting point turn your heart and your life to Jesus he loves all but he invests his jealousy on his own children there's something about being a member of the family of God. You only become a member of that family by being born again. Turn your heart, your life to Jesus. Then you're in the place to receive help from your father. Not just the God of all flesh, but your father. Number two, as we live more consistently, a life of gratitude and thanksgiving will be positioned for the help of our God. Jehoshaphat, and his men saw three armies against them. In 2 Chronicles 20, they did not know what to do. God said, I have the answer. Don't pull your hair out. Praise me. Bless me. Worship me. I will intervene for you. Each time you thank God, each time you bless God, each time you honor him, each time you worship him, he takes over your battles. May God take over our battles for the rest of this year in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. How do we engage his help? Well, we engage his help also by being involved in a season of fasting and prayer. Before they ask for help, they engage in fasting and prayer. Jehoshaphat and his men. Then God spoke. The answer to this battle is to praise me and to worship me. How do we engage his help? We saw when Samuel prayed, he also offered up a bullock, a sacrifice to God. 
Your genuine sacrifice provokes heaven's attention. He said to David, I want you to rear up an, an altar, a sacrifice. Offer up to me that which is valuable to you. And I see, offered up the sacrifice, the siege was over. Your sacrifice can provoke divine hell. A life of obedience will provoke divine hell. But tonight, I want to mention one. That's what I really believe we're going to step into. Listen carefully. You engage, listen carefully, the help of God by engaging a true minstrel. <laughs> I journey to arrive here. Hear me, hear me good. Elisha was in a season of his life where the king of Israel had asked for a prophetic word from him. And he made this statement in 2 Kings 3.15. Please hear me real good. Hmm. But now, bring me a minstrel. Not a musician. Not a singer. Hmm? Not an entertainer. <laughs> bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass. It will come to pass in your life. Your amen sounds like this be right though. I said it will come to pass in our lives. And it came to pass when when the minstrel played and presumably sang that the hand of the Lord came upon the prophet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Saints, there is a vessel of mercy God has blessed and God has sent our way tonight. Bible says, we henceforth don't know any man after the flesh but after the spirit. I believe I've known this man after the spirit. A man of prayer, a worshiper, a man graced to take God's people before the throne room in worship. Tonight, I want to beseech you to really open your heart. Listen, listen. As we engage in moments of intimate worship, listen, listen. The heavens will continue to get wider and wider. If you are sensitive in the spirit, rain will be pouring over your life. Under this atmosphere, listen carefully. Some will receive a word, you will know what to do. Some will receive an idea, you will know what to do. Some will receive a counsel, you will know what to do. Tonight, let's rise up and lift our voice. And one more time, beseech our Father for help in this sixth year. As I invite Minister Theophilus, son and his wonderful team to lead us in worship. But lift your voice. Lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Father, on this day, one of the sixth year, I cried for help. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Receive grace to journey in the spirit. Receive grace to journey in the spirit. Lenin and Eminem, a parabada gabaragada, 
Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Receive grace to journey in the spirit. Can you ask the Lord for more today? He responds to hunger in human hearts. Oh Lord, hunger for more in this new season, this new year. Is that your prayer? Is that your prayer? Clothe me with a garment of praise and a garment of worship. Aya, aya, akopa. Please pray in the Holy Ghost. Ikadoba, ikadaba. He that gives thanks in the spirit gives thanks well. Come on, people of God, GPA family globally. Let's connect where you are. In your room, in your office, on site. Lirimanoski bria. Barabada, 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 Open up your spirit. Oh Lord, grace to journey tonight in the spirit. Lirimanoskia. Brano, 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 brano. Oh legebe. Grace to ascend. Grace to ascend in the spirit. Father, thank you. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.